Hello everyone, welcome back to our podcast, Healthcare, the Future of Medicine. Today we'll be, we will be discussing the overall book, The Patient Will See You Now by Eric Topol, as well as a overview of the last section, section three, uh, chapters 13 through the end of the book. So first, we're going to be talking about what the book was about and our overall opinions. So Meredith, what is your thoughts on the book? Okay, so the book overall is good if you're like really interested in learning more about um, medical technology and like research it, researches and um, what's and um, like inventions that has become because of medicine. But over like the book is not like for like me as a teenage girl to read because like yes I'm interested in medicine but not in all the technologies that go behind it just because like I I mean like yes I need to know about the technologies but it's not something I need to know like right at this moment but the book overall is very it's like very informative if you are wanting to learn about a lot of technology and what technologies are used in the medical industry okay Okay, so, you know, what do you think about the book? Like you said, I thought it was, like, a good book overall, but, like, again, reading it now, it's, like, it's just, like, not for us now because we are we want to go into the medical field, but we just like, don't need to know all this information, like, right now. We can see how, like, technology is, like, helping us and how it's going to affect us later, but, like, again, it doesn't apply to us, like, right now. So it was kind of a hard book to, like, get through, and read each chapter, but overall, it was like a good informative book. What do you think, Elizabeth? I definitely agree with both of you. I do not think that this was a book intended for us. I definitely think that if you are in the medical field already, like you're a nurse or you're a doctor, you know, something like that, I think that you would benefit a lot more from this book. I feel like you would also understand it more. Because I know, I don't know about y'all, but for me, there was times throughout the book where I had to Google things Mm because I was like, I don't know what this is. And I think being in the medical field, being that medical professional and having that background, it would help you understand and enjoy the book a lot more. Okay, so what is the thesis or main argument of the book? And if the author wanted to you to get one idea from the book, what would it be? And then how does it compare or contrast to the world you know? And then what has the book accomplished? Okay, so we feel that the main argument of the book as a whole is like whether technology is good in in the healthcare system in the medical industry, or if technology is not good in in the healthcare and medical industry. And okay, so the book itself is split up with by in three sections. Um, section one is um, readiness for a revolution. Section two is the new data and information. And section three is the impact. And all of those sections, like they all flow together. They all make sense. They pull parts from each other. Mm-hmm. And like, they like, it'll all relate back with each other. And it's all about like real world examples and like actual like diagnosis and um, like medical, um, what's the word? Medical. 
data. Data, yeah, yeah. And so, like, each of those sections have their own argument, and or multiple arguments, not really, but, like, the overall argument of the whole book is about technology. Okay, so another question that we have is, how does the author support his argument? What, evi- what evidence does he use to prove his point? Do you find that evidence convincing? Why or why not? Does any of the author's information or conclusions con- conflict with other books you've read, courses you've taken, or just previous assumptions you've had of the subject? So I do think that the author supports his argument, um, saying how technology is beneficial in healthcare. But I do believe that ways that he's um, delivers his information. Right. The way he delivers his information can be a bit controversial. Like in some ways he says that medicine is completely taking over and that hospitals won't look the way that they Mm -hmm. uh, the way that the hospitals look now, they won't look like that in the future. There won't be hospitals in the future because technology has taken over so much or will have. Um, So I think that the author does convince us that technology is good in a sense, but also once technology becomes so much, there's really not going to be any medical, like, like you don't have to go for doctor visits, like yeah, stuff like that. You won't have to go out of your way exactly. to go ma- to go ask a doctor or a professional like what's wrong to go ask them what's wrong with you. Exactly, like um, he's basically saying that technology is going to take over so much that you're not going to need that extra step of going to the doctor's office, like you said. And I think that uh, this contradicts with. Uh, my previous assumptions because I always thought that technology would like give that extra bonus yeah type of more of like a make everything like, like easier a, like helping a, hands yeah. type of situation to medicine I didn't think that it would take it over completely yes so how is the author utilizing the appeals of logos pathos and ethos in his book so Topol mainly uses logic to prove his argument by like supporting his ideas with medical data and evidence from the real world and everything like he's experienced. Mm-hmm. And the logic is effective because the author is giving real facts and data that will prove that technology will be able to improve the healthcare system both economically and socially. So how is the author utilizing the appeals of logos pathos and ethos in his book. So Topol mainly uses logic to prove his argument by like supporting his ideas with medical data and evidence from the real world and everything like he's experienced. Mm-hmm. And the logic is effective because the author is giving real facts and data that will prove that technology will be able to improve the healthcare system both economically and socially. Okay, so going back with what Yuna said about how um, the author uses um, logic to prove his argument. Like, I feel like the book appeals to like so many, so many people because it is backed up by professional research that is done by like doctors and anyone who has like has a doctorate degree, like an MD or a P. Like, people who are trusted in the world are the ones who are 
doing all this research and like finding all these like cures to all these things and i feel like that's a reason why this book appeals to people because they know that like not just random people are the ones or like the ones that are like giving all the fact like where we're getting the facts from for the book i agree uh, i think that it really helps us understand when they use real people to describe what they're talking about like in the beginning of the book where he would give us different i can't think of the word like examples he would give us different examples of uh, different patients like real life patients Mm -hmm. and give us details about not like their medical history but kind of what's going like on a little to, background exactly needed to give us some information and further understand i think overall the book is like very credible because he uses research from like universities like harvard's yes. there quite a bit yeah like so, i would trust we, harvard we, yeah. <laughs> so how has the book un- helped you understand the topic and who would you recommend the book to okay so the book has helped me understand the topic that like technology is very very important in healthcare at like in this time and age and stuff and a quote that i found on page 238 is but medicine is morphing into a data science now that, that big data unsupervised algorithms predictive analytics machine learning augmented reality and neuromorphic computing are coming in there's still an opportunity to change medicine for the for the better and at least a chance for, for prevention. So that quote like stood out because it's it's literally saying that medicine has changed from like pills and liquid and I don't really like stuff like that to yeah. like where like like someone can type out type on a computer what's wrong they can tell you what they can tell you like what sickness you have or disease you have and then they can tell you how to fix it like it's just changed so much in the past what like not even that long like it just like has changed so much so drastically in the last couple of years that um i like it just yeah like technology not technology um the book helped me understand that because he showed examples of how like a patient or someone like just like us has like looked up what's wrong with them and they've like researched it and researched it till they could figure it out because doctors couldn't and stuff like that. Um, would I recommend this book or who I, would I recommend this book to? I would probably recommend it mainly to people who are in the medical field who do like have a job with medicine or stuff like that just because it does show a lot of good um, like research stuff that's happened in the past and stuff but yeah i agree um somebody else i think might re- who might recommend might might like sorry this. might enjoy reading this book would be somebody who's in that experience yeah. somebody who has gone to multiple doctors and they can't get an answer to their situation their illness their disease whatever it may be um i think they might also enjoy reading this book because it talked like you said it talks about how patients um, who don't get the answers they need from doctors they'll go and they'll use technology to look it up and they'll find what they are looking for they'll find their answer and i was also going to say that um topa mentioned that how the healthcare is changing to a more patient rely um 
like care rather than doctors like everything relied on doctors and like a quote that i found was like once where patients could not even access their data they can now generate and generate and own it because like like we mentioned before like patients are aren't able to get access to their information without the doctor so now like did they have it through themselves through technology it's better for the patient yeah. One real-world example that Topol uses is Angelina Jolie and how she got a double mastectomy because she was a carrier of the BRCA, BRCA gene, which like increased her chance of like developing breast cancer. She had like an eighty-five percent chance of getting breast cancer. Yeah. So, um, one quote that we found says. Uh, maybe Angelina Jolie will tip the scales of and change medicine's orbit, or maybe you will. And that was on page 290. And I think that definitely relates to us, like, as teenagers right now, wanting to go into the medical field. I think that definitely gives us, I don't want to say a leg up, but it kind of gives us that motivation mm-hmm. to, like, take what's happening in this book and apply it to ourselves and understand this medicine, I mean, sorry, this technology will help advance medicine and it will also help us as we go further into the medical field. Yes. Um, okay, so like with this whole, with like us finishing this book and stuff, like I've realized how important technology is for like anything every day, but also for medical um, anything really. And, like, if, when I go into the medical field, like, I want to be able to help my patients realize that, like, if I'm not available or if any of the doctors, like, in a clinic that I work at or whatever are not available, that they can go online and figure out how to help them and, to, like, help them short-term, I guess, until they can, like, come see an actual doctor or whatever. Like, exactly. I don't want them to um, struggle or, like, be, like, hurting and in, like, a lot of pain because they can't get to a doctor. They can't get to, like, the emergency room or something. Like, I... Um, you don't want them to feel helpless. Yeah, I don't want them to feel helpless. Like, I would... Like, I will help them, like, figure out how to look up all the stuff they need. Like, look up, like, specific things that, like, to pinpoint, like, I guess, what would be wrong. So... And then since, like, healthcare is so expensive in the United States, I feel like using technology will, will be able to, like, help patients pay for their medical care yeah through yeah. technology mm-hmm. like yeah virtual visits will be less expensive than like real life visits which could cost like up to like thousands yes i definitely agree with both of you i think that once we further our careers and get into the medical field i'm not sure about y'all but i'm wanting to work one-on-one with patients yeah uh, i think that if i were to be in the mindset that they were pre-technology saying I'm the doctor you only listen to me you must do this this and this instead of giving the patient that option Mm -hmm. and saying hey listen I might not know the answer to this but I know if you go to this doctor or if you go to this website they will be able to help you further I think that that will not only help me as a doctor but also the patient because it'll give them that extraordinary care that they're needing to get better
I agree with all of that. So, yeah. Okay, so that's all we have for today. So thank you for joining our podcast, Healthcare, the Future of Medicine. So, yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>